The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Are you ready to stop wasting time and make a shift towards enhanced productivity? Welcome to Breakthrough to Yes with Collaboration, featuring your host, David B. Savage. In our program, we will show you how leaders and their organizations are using collaboration to innovate and move ahead of their competition. It's not just about customers or employees or the board. It's working together throughout your company and with your stakeholders. Now, here is David B. Savage. Who are you? One. I was raised to do one thing, but I have nothing to fight for. Today, the force awakens. Now, that's a pretty lame imitation, but you know the commercial, the trailer. This is not in a universe far, far away. This is around our planet. With people like you, we move from command and control leadership, that's kind of like Darth Vader, to collaborative leadership. Luke, we are your father. We have everything to fight for. I have my lifesaver charged and ready. Let's move forward. This week in Calgary, Alberta, my collaborative global initiative meets for strategy sessions. We are Duncan Autry of Oakland, California, Kathy Porter of Vancouver, British Columbia, Jeff Cohen of Albany, New York, Sarah Deitch of the Netherlands, Doreen Liberto Blanc of San Luis Obispo, California, and me, David B. Savage of Cranbrook, British Columbia. Our collaborative global initiative is an international network of mediators, facilitators, system design professionals, and coaches that provide assessment, training, facilitation, mediation, and process design services to help multiple stakeholders work together to achieve common goals. We focus on projects where organizations and individuals with differing interests require effective communication and learning across perspectives, cultures, and sectors to help all parties to achieve sustainable, cost-efficient solutions. We work with any scale and complexity of conflict, and we'll work anywhere, but only for select clients, those that are ready to make the change. So today, our show is titled Design the Collaboration. And this Design the Collaboration with our CGI team, it's simply like the, um, well, it's more than meetings, more than getting together. We live in various locales around the world. But we've, when we designed our collaborative meeting in Calgary this week, we ensured we included not only vision and inclusion and strategy and maybe the odd PowerPoint and flip chart and virtual meeting technology to bring in our representatives from Spain. But in our gathering, we also designed our time with hiking to Stanley Glacier in Kootenai National Park and hiking the old growth forest trail at Island Lake near Fernie, British Columbia. We enjoyed 
food together at the River Cafe on Princes Island in Calgary, and at St. Eugene Mission near Cranbrook. We met with Laura Humel and Becky Palkinen of Kimberley, British Columbia, with whom I'm building the Center of Excellence in Collaborative Leadership and introducing my CGI co-founders to my wife, Lise, and members of my family, my daughter, Alyssa, and her family. My point is that we combined two days of strategy sessions in Calgary and two days of fun hiking and family. How do you design your collaboration? By including activity and nature? Meetings are far healthier, fun, and innovative. Our brains open up beyond their common pathways. Yes, thinking about The Force Awakens, Duncan, Jeff, and I will be Jedi Knights this Halloween with my young grandkids, Quinn and Sarah Amos. I love Halloween with my grandkids. It's just so much fun. We get to play. And now they get to play with my friends from the Oakland area and Albany. So we will work to clear the Darth Vaders of the planet from their future. The next generation of leaders will be collaborative leaders. The world heard nine days ago that the people of Canada elected a new government and will soon have a new prime minister. You know, I I salute everyone in every nation for volunteering for your representatives in their election hopes. I salute those who put their name on the ballot for political position. I salute democracy. Remember Winston Churchill's advice? Democracy is the worst form of government, except for all the others. Now more than ever before, I salute the indigenous peoples and the 18 to 35-year-olds for getting out and voting. Now what happened in Canada's federal election, I hope is a signal. Leaders in the Republican Party in America and the Conservative Party in Canada are seen too often. They're not really this way, but they brand themselves this way to be all about creating fear, separation, and disrespect of others. Separation. Be afraid. Vote for me. Unless you vote for me, your family will be exposed to terrorists and your bank account will be plundered by those other folks. To be clear, I am fiscally conservative and socially liberal. I haven't voted anything but conservative federally since my 20s. And I'm a serial entrepreneur, a businessman. I love business, and I seek conscious capitalism. That's capitalism with the heart and with a look to the future and the shared future. Conscious capitalism. This election, I did not vote conservative. I'm repelled by ignorance, fear-mongering, and separation. Almost 70% of eligible Canadian voters marked their ballots. Fantastic. Justin Trudeau's Liberal Party won a majority of 184 seats. That's 148 more than they had four years earlier. Four years earlier, three years earlier, they were near death. And they got a majority government. Justin Trudeau talks about inclusion, respect, vision, leadership, and possibility. In his 2014 book, Common Ground, Trudeau stated, I have a strong sense of this country where it has been, how it became great, and how it can be even better in the future. We have problems to tackle, but they are no larger than the ones we have solved in our shared past. And solve them we will, the way we always have, by building on common ground. Yeah, he talks about common ground. 
That is collaboration. That is inclusion, diversity, resolution, listening, commitment, dedication to the we. Trudeau always talks about we. So we Canadians are hopeful for our new government. And yeah, the problems are going to be difficult. The expectations may be too high. But thinking about my 10 essential steps for collaboration, the new government and the people of Canada have set a new intention. And we intend to seek common ground with vision and awareness, not separation and fear. The government of Canada is at this very moment designing their collaboration. Now is our time to lead more consciously and collaboratively to make our world a better place and the future a better place. In my book, Design the Collaboration is step five of my 10 steps. Take a look at my website for more information. This show features three respected leaders who are also my friends, people I greatly respect. Richard Schultz of Wisdom Ways, Calgary, Alberta. Laura Humel, a head of the Curve Consulting of Kimberley, British Columbia. And Colin Campbell, Guidance Financial Planning of Cranbrook, B.C. The key messages that we're bringing to you in this episode of Breakthrough to Yes are, one, in a two, a true co-creative space, we are enriched individually and collectively. Yeah, individually and collectively. So, number two, where firms used to employ a sales team years ago, we now work collaboratively with our clients, customers, employees, and communities. And that creates greater business. Yeah, it's not sales. It's service. It's collaboration. It's working together. By learning more about the necessary preconditions, and this is our third point, the best practices of collaborative leadership, you will become more successful. Take the time. Learn. Do. Act. At the top of the show, we contrasted our collaborative leadership expertise to that of the command and control like Darth Vader of Star Wars. I agree that the Force is awakening. But rather than buying tickets to Hollywood blockbusters that separate ourselves from our own courage and power and wisdom, I encourage you everywhere to turn towards your community and your own network. When you design your collaboration, imagine circles and spirals. Spend far less time in top-down hierarchies and minimize meeting around rectangular boardroom tables. The great indigenous Canadian artist Buffy St. Marie has released a new and critically acclaimed album, Power in the Blood. Buy it. It's really good. Here's a song I particularly like, We Are Circling. While I don't have the rights yet to broadcast Buffy's music, here are her notes and the words to We Are Circling. Growing and changing is the key to survival. I wrote new verses to this old hippie campfire sign. Here is the chorus. We are circling, we are circling, we are spinning, singing our heart song. This is family, this is unity, this is celebration, this is sacred. We are spiraling, spiraling together, babies, elders, bozos, and angels. This is how we grow. This is how we know. Thanks, Buffy, for that. And now I want to play again some beautiful music by my good friend Chuck Rose. We are one.
Do you know who you are? Do you care? There's so much in our hearts we have to share And the light in our soul keeps on shining like the sun I am you, you are me, we are one We are all one spirit, we are all one heart We are all one together, we are even one apart We are one in our soul and together we are whole I am you, you are me, we are one Who are you on your own? Do you know what's still there when you let everything go? If you find who you are when it's all been said and done I am you, you are me We are one We are all one spirit We are all one heart We are all one together We are even one apart We are one in our soul And together we are whole I am you, you are me We are one We are one with the seas And the flowers and the trees We are one with the future and the past We are one everywhere and in everything we share And the most important question we can ask Is who am I at my core? Who are you? Are we more than just the things we say and do? The answer's been around forever and it's only just begun I am you, you are me, we are one We are all one spirit, we are all one heart We are all one together, we are even one apart We are one in our soul and together we are whole I am you, you are me We are one, I am you, you are me, we are one. David B. Savage and his upcoming book, Breakthrough to Yes, Unlocking the Possible Within a Culture of Collaboration, delivers a proven process to make collaboration work for you and your company. While creating the conditions that promote innovation and breakthroughs within and across your business and network, seize this opportunity to join a movement of progressive, principled, and successful leaders. Engage with David B. Savage on Breakthrough to Yes today. Bring him to speak to your organization and engage his executive coaching and business consulting. See much more at davidbsavage.com. Savage's book, Breakthrough to Yes, Unlocking the Possible Within a Culture of Collaboration, will be published worldwide in February 2016. His co-shared book, Ready, Aim, Excel, 52 Leadership Lessons, is an international business bestseller on Amazon. Contact us now for a free 30-minute conversation on how more collaborative leadership may benefit you by visiting davidbsavage.com. That's davidbsavage.com. 
Today, enterprise technology is both strategic and global. Each week on CIO Talk Radio, IT thought leaders from around the world share their experiences with listeners as they discuss with Sunjog All how they are trimming costs and partnering with business to innovate and help IT become more competitive. This means better care for customers and improves the corporate bottom line. If you want to keep up with IT thought leadership, listen to CIO Talk Radio with Sunjog All every Wednesday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel, the bottom line in business talk. You are listening to Breakthrough to Yes with Collaboration. To reach David B. Savage or his guest today, call into the program at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Dave at savagemanage.com. Now, back to Breakthrough to Yes with Collaboration. Greetings, Richard Schultz. Uh, He's a good friend of mine in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Richard Schultz of Wisdom Ways, that's wisdomways.net, loves to play on the leading edge of human potential. He facilitates processes that shift people and cultures to new paradigms of thinking, believing, and collaborating with others. He's an expert in shifting the limiting subconscious patterns that hold individuals and organizations back from reaching our goals. He's an international facilitator, trainer, and he's worked with hundreds of people. Uh, In his prior life, he worked for about 15 years for large companies like Big Blue, IBM, and others. And he's, he's just taken a different path to seek his vision and purpose towards making leadership more successful and more wise. Uh, here's a quote that uh, my good friend Richard has given. The wisdom is always in the room, and it's within us. So, the wisdom is always in the room and within us. Beautiful. Richard, what else would you like to share about yourself and the work that you do? Well, thanks, Dave. It's great to be here. Um, my my expertise is really about working with the unconscious and bringing what's unconscious into awareness and then to change it from that place. It's about working with limiting beliefs and assumptions about the subconscious emotional drivers that hold us back or propel us forward and the underlying values and purposes that we work with or or don't work with. Uh, so I, I really like to work with those those deeper layers and, and leading from the inside out and and that's my passion every time uh, richard schultz and i have a conversation it goes deep very quick and i i walk away thinking wow i want more conversations like this this is a very intelligent connected man that can teach me many things so richard let me let me not go too deep too quickly <laughs> we only have eight minutes. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm, I'm sure you can. I'm not sure I can keep that. <laughs> so why collaborate? What, what's the value? Well, with the value of, for me, uh, if I look at my own background, is myself, I have a huge independence a streak within me and uh, figure I can do it all myself. And I've got this perfectionism and, and have operated from a, 
from that place a lot within my life. And I've realized over, over time that that really limits me. I can, I can, we can learn so much more in the reflection of others. If we come into others, we can learn more about ourselves and this interoperability with others. And we can get a whole lot more done in terms of understanding who we are in those spaces and, and actually understanding about groups and uh, increasing our own authenticity. We get, get a whole bunch more done uh, than we can individually. Yeah, well, you, you, you often use language such as uh, taking the opportunity to open the space instead of closing it like leaders often do because it's uncomfortable. Tell us more about why, why leaders shut themselves down and the teams down or, or uh, what's, what's the value of opening the space? I learn again and again and again that we, and I've done it myself again and again and again, is we we get we get attached to our out to the outcome, we get attached to the agenda, and what we think we want to accomplish in a meeting, and we forget to notice the things that are happening in the background. What's what's arising within ourselves and what's arising from others in some some off questions or or grief or anger and those moments are are priceless if we dig into those and we dive deep into those those experiences of when there's a charge in the room uh, either a positive or or a limiting charge in the room often what's holding us back or keeping us stuck is right in those moments but instead we try to shut those down, down because we're uncomfortable with anger or whatever, and, and we try to push on with our agenda. But sometimes if we slow down, we can actually go much faster and we can actually get more accomplished in the end. So kind of slow down to go fast. Yeah, it's, it's like uh, what's coming up for me, Richard, is um, acknowledging each other, opening the space for emotions, for spirit for business, for spreadsheets, whatever that is, and learning to trust, learning to uh, have a sense of our team, our company, our organization holds this space, not just opens it, it holds it. I I know in one of my uh, organizational development programs uh, in a very large Canadian oil and gas company, uh, the leaders get very comfortable very quick. Like by the second session, they're dancing in their seats saying, I don't like this. I don't know what's going to come. But yeah. what happens when it comes? Yeah. And it is a dance, isn't it? It is a real dance with the with all the things that are brought into the room. And there's so much richness and wisdom there that can really, in this co-creative space, can really enhance everybody individually and collectively. There's you know, more creativity I've, there. I've, I've had the experience where I, I sense that if something's going on for somebody, it's actually going on for the entire group. Uh, uh, Tell yeah. us about that. Well, that's, that's absolutely true from my own experience, too, is these, there's these indicators happening in the room. There's this question that comes out of uh, right field that seems like totally off topic or this emotion. And what we'll tend to do is, is try to ignore that, shut it down because it's uncomfortable. But often what's happening is those, those conversations in the hallways, those things that are unconscious, if we can allow them to come into the open and have a discussion or, or live in the 
a question rather than a conclusion. We so much live in the question, that's what's happening, that's what that person is, versus what's happening over there? I wonder what's, what is in this space right now? What is this coming in? And we, when we live in that question and investigate, often it's, it's much wider spread than that individual or they have the clues to what is limiting you. Yeah, living in the question, fantastic. So I'm going to ask you a couple more questions. One, one is, um, what's your dream for wisdom ways and collaboration? What is there an end? Is there a, a visual, or is there a, a dream that Richard Schultz holds as to where you'd really like to help us get to? Wow, I wasn't expecting that question. Came uh, out of right field. It did. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, for my, me, it's, it's just an avenue, a platform for me to continue my own personal growth and contribute to the world, to serve in the world. There's so much being polarized in the world. We're living on two ends of the spectrum um, in opposition in so many ways in this world, and I'm noticing more and more and more. If I can help people find that center, find that balance within themselves or organizations, find that sweet spot in the middle versus, versus the polarization that happens and the fight back and forth and something wrong, then, then my dream would become true if we can come to that place of, of uh, peace in the center versus, uh, versus experiencing this very polarized world, which I'm noticing right now. Yeah, it just it seems to be the uh, what I call the mediates are gaining control of the message. The the people that want to bring in separation, dysfunction, and disinformation, as opposed to what's really going on for me and you and us. Yeah, there's a lot of fear being propagated in the world, and and that that closes the space. That that closes. Uh, the creativity down, it closes the collaboration around, and it, it drives us into more older patterns of consciousness um, the, of control. Richard Schultz is a teacher of mine. He's uh, helping to guide my self-awareness and my techniques in group. Richard, as we close this interview, what's one thing that you wish to challenge or encourage our audience to do as they collaborate? Um, just to take 100% responsibility for, for creating the experience you're having is, is turn it back inwards. If you have a charge against something in the space that working with others, if you get a personal charge, then, then live in the question, what's happening here? What's happening inside of myself versus blaming others for it? So, so take 100% responsibility for the experience. And if it's someone else in the room that, where there's this charge or this, uh, this uh, event that's happening, then live in the question there. What could be happening over there? What are the beliefs and assumptions versus labeling them and judging them as being this or that, lazy or incompetent? What uh, Live in the question, what's happening over there? What's happening with you? Um, living in the question um, and taking 100% re- responsibility for what's happening in the space. Thank you so much, Richard Schultz. Thanks, David. It was great to be here. Think about Richard's comment. With so much polarization and separation in the world, he helps us find that sweet spot in the middle, and that's where he says our dreams come true. Since there's a lot of fear in the world that closes this space, 
ponder this and consider how you open your collaboratives, your meetings, and your networks. Do you want a narrow, tight space, or do you want open? Social media has served us in many ways to to separate us, divide us, enrage us, provoke us, connect us. And we are moving away from Facebook to Instagram. We are moving away from Twitter to Periscope. (coughs) Video engages audience like text rarely does. We are tired of social media outrage. Yes. The outrage, the viral videos. We want something very different. As we go to break, think about how you communicate. Want to send an interesting email? Send in a video email through services like iJot. Want your message to be read? Send an old-fashioned personal letter. Want to move from misunderstanding, misunderstanding to possibility? Well, have a face-to-face comp- uh, competition. Have a face-to-face conversation. I even trip over those words. Competition is not a conversation. Let's talk. And now we'll take a break. Are you a business leader or executive that wants to achieve more? Not just in it for profit, but to do work you find meaningful that adds more value to more people in more ways. Listen for the Business Elevation Show with host Chris Cooper. You'll hear from successful achievers from around the world with the passion and experience to offer invaluable guidance. The Business Elevation Show can be heard live on Fridays at 8 a.m. U.S. Pacific Time, usually 4 p.m. U.K., on the Voice America Business Channel. Be more. Achieve more. David B. Savage and his upcoming book, Breakthrough to Yes, Unlocking the Possible Within a Culture of Collaboration, delivers a proven process to make collaboration work for you and your company while creating the conditions that promote innovation and breakthroughs within and across your business and network. Seize this opportunity to join a movement of progressive, principled, and successful leaders. Engage with David B. Savage on Breakthrough to Yes today. Bring him to speak to your organization and engage his executive coaching and business consulting. See much more at davidbsavage.com. Savage's book, Breakthrough to Yes, Unlocking the Possible Within a Culture of Collaboration, will be published worldwide in February 2016. His co-shared book, Ready, Aim, Excel, 52 Leadership Lessons, is an international business bestseller on Amazon. Contact us now for a free 30-minute conversation on how more collaborative leadership may benefit you by visiting davidbsavage.com. That's davidbsavage.com. You are listening to Breakthrough to Yes with Collaboration. To reach David B. Savage or his guest today, call into the program at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Dave at savagemanage.com. Now, back to Breakthrough to Yes with Collaboration. We've got Colin Campbell, a good friend of mine, who lives in my city, Cranbrook, British Columbia. Colin and I have done a number of things together. We've been uh, working on collaborative leadership together. 
we've been trying to develop a, a leadership group called Kootenai Leadership for to mentor, coach, challenge, and provide support for uh, young people in the Kootenays so that they can build their businesses, lives, and happiness uh, in southeastern British Columbia. Uh, Colin is actually a real gift to this area. Uh, guidanceplanningstrategies.com is Colin's website. Colin has been in the financial services business for over 40 years. Guidance Planning Strategies is an independent insurance and wealth management firm with four advisors serving business and families in the areas of wealth accumulation, retention, and risk management. And, you know, I think he's the unofficial mayor of Cranbrook. I, I like to believe he's, uh, he's been a Rotarian for 37 years, past president, charter member, and founder of the Cranbrook Sunrise Rotary Club. He's very active in the uh, Masonic Lodge, and his wife Jane Campbell is in the same in Eastern Star. Uh, in 2010, Colin was named Cranbrook Newsmaker of the Year because he almost won Craft Hockeyville contest on CBC. Uh, he he got us a million votes on that, and he also brought the Canada Cup uh, uh, curling championship uh, to Cranbrook in 2012. Colin, thank you so much for your collaboration, your collaboration with my book, Breakthrough to Yes, and for your insights today. Uh, can you uh, start off with anything that you have on your mind about uh, sharing with our listeners on what what you know and what you want them to know about collaboration? Well, thank you, Dave. It's a pleasure to be here. <clears throat> I'm uh, impressed with the uh, bio. Um, I forgot what all the things that I've done, especially the. But I really do enjoy the volunteer stuff in the community. So that was that was a special event. Those both the Hockeyville and the uh, and the Canada Cup. They are memorable events that I won't forget for the rest of my life. I find it interesting that we're talking about collaboration. You know, after being in this financial services business for as long as I have, and watching uh, the business develop, we just celebrated on September the 2nd, our 20th anniversary since we opened our doors in Cranbrook. And it's been a really rewarding 20 years. But how the changes have happened and how uh, where we might have been salespeople 15 or 20 years ago today, it's really about collaboration with our clients and with our suppliers. And uh, the one thing that one of my associates made a comment about two or three weeks ago, she said, you know, we have the nicest clients and I thought, isn't that a wonderful comment to make? Because it is all about the fact that we collaborate. We don't no longer come to uh, loggerheads about costs or what we're going to do. It's it's a, a, an ultimate result of conversation and meeting to find solutions to problems. So um, that has become the way that we've done business. And I think it's the way that business is being conducted in, in a number of areas these days. And I, I hope that it is. <clears throat> As you know, I'm, I'm a very avid uh, proponent of reform in the school system. And I think that one of the things that we should be doing is giving the school teachers more opportunity to collaborate with their students instead of having to try to make them follow a lesson plan that's going to allow them to pass a standardized exam. And that's a real key. <clears throat> teach them to collaborate. Uh, teach them to, to uh, build and co-create what is in that classroom and in that heart. 
exactly, yeah. Um, I'm concerned about it because I think that uh, the way our system is now that we've got children who are very good at passing exams, but are they uh, competent to be professionals or to be carpenters or accountants or lawyers or anything? And that's a concern. So, so, so I why, think that, why, why does a successful businessman uh, need to work well with others? You know, and we're often graded in school about uh, gets along well with the other others. And why is that important for business people, men and women? Well, you know, I have to look at history and say that, you know, it's rather interesting that the greatest mind of the 20th century, Albert Einstein, spent very little time in school. Um, he spent, uh, he was registered at the University of Zurich, but he hardly ever attended class, and he had a terrible time convincing the mandarins of the university to allow him to do his uh, PhD thesis. And, and uh, similarly, Ben Franklin only spent three years in school. He said that uh, it was a blessing that his father couldn't afford to send him to Harvard because they, he figured they'd probably beat all of his creativity out of him in the four years that he would have been there. <laughs> so, you know, uh, there's a testament to the fact that, that um, collaboration, getting back to the subject of collaboration, I think that that's what allows creativity, is when you have a situation where you're, facing the problem and coming to a solution instead of having uh, the people at the table uh, arguing about who's right and who's wrong. There's no right answer. There's a meeting of the minds, and that's what it's all about. You reminded me of another metaphor of collaboration is, uh, you know, uh, Canadians, Americans, Russians, everyone loves hockey, loves soccer, football, And uh, there is a sense, to your point, that because we're so organized as we develop these young athletes, they lose their creativity. They lose their Einstein. That's right. Yeah, we have. It's, uh, you know, uh, um, 40 years ago, you didn't make it to the NHL because you were played in minor hockey. You made it because you learned how to play on the pond. And similarly with baseball, you learned how to play baseball on the sandlot. And maybe you got to go play in some bush league like in southern Alberta or Saskatchewan or northern Montana or Wyoming where you played in tournaments on a regular basis for the summer. And uh, somebody discovered you, you know, a scout found you. And today it's a whole different world. We Somebody told me the other day that their cost to have their son in minor hockey was because he's on a rep team and he's pretty good was 25000 bucks. Hmm. That's wow. pretty high. That's a steep price to pay, you know. And and I think it's because we have taken out <clears throat> that creativity, which comes from from collaboration. Now, you know, how many? If you think back about it, when you played baseball in the Sandlot, the first collaborative event was who's going to be the pitcher, and who was going to be on first, and and who was going to be up <laughs> to bat first. Yeah, organizational yeah. development. And there's, yeah, exactly. there's really no hierarchy. Everybody has to do their part. <laughs> exactly, yeah. yeah. Well, Colin, that's the end of our time. Is there uh, one last thing that you'd like to challenge our listeners to think about, be aware of, or uh, do uh, as uh, we close this interview? I truly hope that everybody will examine themselves and their position on education 
and go and talk to the people who matter and start the discussion about how can we fix this problem. You know, Adam Smith said that 200 years ago that they had to create an education system to create to produce literate workers for the industrial age, and we haven't done anything to change the way we approach education. And I think it's tragic. In fact, I think the problem is going to become more acute because, of course, um, the young people, young children, can learn so much on a computer. By the time they get to grade one, they might be smarter than the school teacher. It's not a question of being smarter than a sixth grader. It's can you be as smart as a six-year-old? Thank you. Thank you so much, my friend Colin Campbell of Guidance Planning Strategies. Thanks, Colin. Thanks, Dave. Bye. Now think about Colin's hope that we change the way we approach education. When we're talking about design the collaboration, the theme for today's show, and it's step five of my 10 essential steps to collaboration, What is the right design that will spark young hearts, minds, and spirits? What is the best design for engagement to enhance learning? We can't continue to put people in boxes or treat them with less respect than they deserve, less accountability than they deserve. We tend to want to put everything in cookie cutters, like so many neighborhoods in North America box after box after box. That's not life. That's not natural. You know, another similar call for reform is Sir Ken Robinson. I would expect many of you have watched his TED Talk, Changing Changing Education Paradigms, Changing Education Paradigms on TED Talks. Ken Robinson, think about fitting our education to suit the learning styles of the student. Think about getting out of our limiting boxes. You know, be very purposeful when you design your collaboration. It's not, okay, well, let's get together in a couple hours in the meeting room and we got to have a conversation. How you design that collaboration, that space, the energy, the windows, the artwork, who's with you, all of that affects how creative and how successful you will be. Or do you just want it to be another bloody meeting? And now we'll take a break. Many industries have been revolutionized by technology in the last decade. Books, music, TV, communications, and now it's happening to our money and the way we pay. Tune in to Breaking Banks with Brett King for a look at how technology and customer behavior will bring about more changes in banking in the next 10 years than in the last 200 years. Listen every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific on Voice America Business Channel or on AM 1160 The Voice. You'll never look at your bank account the same again. David B. Savage and his upcoming book, Breakthrough to Yes, Unlocking the Possible Within a Culture of Collaboration, delivers a proven process to make collaboration work for you and your company. While creating the conditions that promote innovation and breakthroughs within and across your business and network, seize this opportunity to join a movement of progressive, principled, and successful leaders. Engage with David B. Savage on Breakthrough to Yes today. 
Bring him to speak to your organization and engage his executive coaching and business consulting. See much more at davidbsavage.com. Savage's book, Breakthrough to Yes, Unlocking the Possible Within a Culture of Collaboration, will be published worldwide in February 2016. His co-shared book, Ready, Aim, Excel, 52 Leadership Lessons, is an international business bestseller on Amazon. Contact us now for a free 30-minute conversation on how more collaborative leadership may benefit you by visiting davidbsavage.com. That's davidbsavage.com. You are listening to Breakthrough to Yes with Collaboration. To reach David B. Savage or his guest today, call into the program at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Dave at savagemanage.com. Now, back to Breakthrough to Yes with Collaboration. Today we've got my good friend Laura Humel from Kimberly, British Columbia. Laura is an organizational development specialist. Uh, she's done work across Western Canada with some uh, major uh, corporations and provincial governments. Uh, she and I met uh, working towards developing leadership skills and collaborative leadership in uh, not only in British Columbia, but around the world. Uh, Laura's company is Ahead of the Curve Consulting, and uh, she lives in Kimberley, British Columbia. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, Laura's uh, dream of a center of excellence, but Laura, before I start asking you those questions, what might you add to our listeners uh, today so that they can learn a little bit more about you, how do they get in touch with you, and, and what are your thoughts leading off this interview? Yeah, well, thank you so much for having me as your guest, Dave. It's uh, a real pleasure uh, assisting you in, in getting your program off the ground and uh, have certainly enjoyed working with you over the past couple of years. Um, as you mentioned, my company is Ahead of the Curve Consulting, and uh, I can be reached at aheadofcurveconsulting at gmail.com, as well as by phone 250-427-7720. Um, yeah, I came back to Kimberley a couple of years ago after being in the big cities and, as you mentioned, working with uh, uh, mostly government organizations and uh, a few corporations lately. And uh, when I came back here, um, I was really enthralled by the opportunities I saw in the area for collaboration. And yet, as I did a bit of an environmental scan, I saw that there was little evidence of a structured approach to to change and realize that um, working from a collaborative approach would be quite a, a different approach to doing business in this area. So I uh, wanted to see what the receptivity was to, to working collaboratively and just to see how people were going about doing so. So it was quite an uh, interesting little journey to uh, find out that there wasn't a lot of um, best practices out there and people were putting their best foot forward to to try and collaborate and to come up with um, more innovative uh, approaches and that incorporated multiple perspectives, but they were really struggling. And uh, that's about the time I actually um, reached out and uh, tried to connect with you, Dave, and we had some very interesting conversations right from the get-go. Yeah, we've got uh, 
I just want to read some of the uh, listeners. What I want to share with you is Laura and 99 other people from five countries have added their wisdom on collaboration to my book that will be released in 2016, Breakthrough DS. And here's some of the words that uh, really resonated that uh, Laura has shared with me. Collaboration is often stated by leaders as a key solution to the very real economic challenges we face, yet no organization has taken the lead in support of this form of leadership. Nor is there any organization that appears on its own to be agile, innovative, and designed to work across the silos that currently exist. Now, Laura, you've done a lot of research uh, with respect to, okay, what is excellent? What are best practices? And, and I know from us, uh, from our work in the Kootenays and in British Columbia, oftentimes people will use the word collaboration, but not actually collaborate. So what else yeah, can you share? Yeah, so true. It gets um, sort of bantered about quite a bit, that word collaboration, to the extent that people are getting kind of tired of hearing about it, and they're getting exhausted from their efforts to collaborate. And that's often an indication that uh, they're not working from a best practice uh, point of view where um, it's really about, you know, from a leadership perspective, um, creating a participatory uh, decision-making process so that you're getting multiple perspectives that are incorporated into those decisions. And, um, you know, in order to get to that point, it requires a lot of trust and giving up your power. <laughs> it must feel like that for a lot of leaders at the beginning, at least, and uh, giving up control. But really what they're doing is just distributing it, and uh, leaders still have a, uh, a role to play in that leadership. But um, they're stepping back quite a bit, and they're really bringing out the diversity of the participants and uh, helping them to recognize their value as well. Um, yeah, so I would say the number one thing is really trust. And uh, it takes the the leader really checking their ego at the door. And uh, that takes uh, a leap of faith for a lot of people these days. But I think as uh, they work through it and they get some experience in doing so, they begin to see that um, the benefits, the outcomes are much, much greater than they can achieve on their own. And in today's um, society, it's really difficult for those leaders at the top to have a wide enough and a deep enough view of all that is going on within their business or their organization, as well as in that environment that, of which they're a part. So it's really about uh, recognizing that uh, they can't do this all on their own. They need that collective wisdom to guide their organization and their business. So those are a few of the um, things I think are required as far as a mindset and, and a best practiced approach. Yeah, the, the business world, the organizational leadership world is full of people that believe they need rock star leaders. And then there's many who just don't lead. They uh, put it to a committee and, and uh, this doesn't work. So the work that you're doing is really trying to get that new uh, collaborative intelligence. In the last uh, 15 seconds, Laura, what's one thing that you would challenge or a vision that you have for your center of excellence? You know, one remaining comment that you want to share with our listeners. Well, Dave, I think that it really is a paradigm shift that's taking place around the globe. And this isn't just, you know, the, the nice or the right thing to do. It is really a need out there. And uh, 
I see every day in all levels of our society the need for collaboration. Uh, the competitive model, the command and control model is no longer serving us and um, a much different approach is needed and I truly believe in, in collaboration and uh, that we can all really benefit from it and uh, experience new outcomes, ones that uh, have, not, have yet to be seen and realized. So I'm really excited about this, and I can't wait for us to bring it together into a, a fuller state. Well, thank you so much. This is Laura Humel uh, working together with me and others, uh, Becky Palkinen included, to create a center of excellence in collaborative leadership and change management to help leaders and organizations move into and create their new paradigm. Ahead of the curve consulting, Laura Humel. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Dave. Great to be here. Today's been uh, really interesting. Thank you, Laura. Thank you, Colin. Thank you, Richard. Very different perspectives and the same perspective. Design the collaboration. We've also noted Star Wars, the collaborative global initiative, mountain hiking, and music. Incorporate movement, music, poetry, nature, and outsiders in your meetings not just PowerPoints and economics and to-do lists. You will change that energy. Key messages for today have been, one, in a true co-creative space, we are enriched individually and collectively. Two, where firms used to employ a sales team years ago, we now work collaboratively with our clients, customers, employees, and communities for greater business. Three, by learning more about the necessary preconditions and best practices of collaborative leadership, you will become more successful. I'm really also excited about next week's show, Step 6, Come Together. Our guests are the Heart and Stroke Foundation of Canada. Executives Donna Hastings, Art Korpach, Rod McKay. Fantastic people, fantastic philanthropists, fantastic leaders. I just can't say fantastic more than three times, but I will. Fantastic. Heart and Stroke is a great organization doing great things for heart and brain health. They have also gone through a challenging and successful national unification. We'll talk about that next week. Go to my website and check out all 15 episodes and the, and the future guests. And my call to action today for you as we close this show, this episode, design your next collaboration with the end in mind and create the container for co-creation. Design the next collaboration with the end in mind and create the container for co-creation. Do it consciously. Thank you for your time, creativity, and collaborative awareness. Thanks for tuning in this week to Breakthrough to Yes with Collaboration. Your host, David B. Savage, invites you to join us again for another engaging episode next Thursday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Have a breakthrough week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. 
The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 